This is your city. This is your city wants to know. We want to know the background, the heartbeat of what makes up our beautiful cities. We dig into the backstories from the struggles to the successes of our local entrepreneurs, small business owners, artists, not-for-profit organizations, and the many, many people who make up the intricate tapestry of our communities. Real people, real stories, by you and for you. But wait, that's not it. I love giving my opinion. Just ask anyone who knows me. We can't get enough of the honest, gritty feedback of places that we spend our hard-earned money. I'll give you the good, the bad, and the ugly of the places I eat, sleep, and visit. Disclaimer, my opinion, my opinion only. All right, so come on, let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome for another episode of This Is Your City. As always, I am Kim, your host, and this is season two, episode two, and I'm so excited for this. Today, my guests, ladies and gentlemen, are two very, very strong women. Women who wear so many different hats in the course of a day that I don't even know how they do it. I'm exhausted just listening to everything that they do. <laughs> but you guys know, I've said this many times, I love strong women and I love women who stand for their community. And these women do exactly that. They're strong. They support their community. They stand for their community. And when I say their names, this is what I'm going to ask you to do, my listeners. I want you to remember these names. Deborah Duick and Olivia Shad. And I want you to remember their names because they are pillars to their communities. And we need more women like them. So I want you to help just... The amazement. I'm going to introduce them first and then we'll get in. As you guys know, we've been doing some series on mental health and depression, anxiety, and we'll get into that. But first, Deborah, I want you to kind of get to know her a little bit before we start the interview. Not only does she wear a million hats as a mother and as a wife, as a friend, but she's also a business owner and a staple to her community. And from what I hear, she's also an avid coffee drinker, which I like. <laughs> Got that right. <laughs> yeah. And she has received many, many awards and recognition for her contributions to the community. And just as an example, one of them is she's the recipient of the 50 Faces of Lincoln Ward One Award, and hence all of the hats that she wears, 50 Faces of Lincoln Ward One, because she does so much. And then Olivia Shad, I want you to know, she is the director, the program director at Convo's Youth Center. She's an actor and she's also, which is just amazing, she's a 2020 Graduate of Honors Bachelor of Music Theater Performance Program of Sheridan College. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, so no kidding. Someday you're going to hopefully see her on the big screen. She'll wow us. She'll <laughs> <laughs> wow us. But you know, when I asked very kind. When I asked Olivia what her, her main responsibility at Convo's Youth Center was, she says that it's to organize events, to 
to plan the drop-ins, to bring various resources to the meet and that meet the needs of these, these children. And she said her number one thing, and it really warmed my heart because her number one thing is to be that face. She is the one face that the kids see on a constant basis during the week because a lot of them hang out at Combo's Youth Zone every day. And she gets to spend so much time with them. She gets to pour into their life. And she says that's the favorite part of her day. And you can just see the passion. You can feel the passion come out of her when she talks about it. And that is one of those reasons she's a strong woman who stands for her community. You know, ladies, thank you. Wow. I love that. I love what you do. Welcome, Deb. Welcome, Olivia. Thank you for thank being you, on Kim. the show. Thank you. Now, I know we talked about this just a while ago. I know you guys have a program to run really soon. So I am giving you complete permission. If I start to ramble, because I think <laughs> I give you. We, we do that too. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to rein us in. Yes. Also, so all good. So be authentic and be real, and just say, hey, you know what? We really appreciate this. We love it, but we gotta go, and then I'll wrap it up. <laughs> so sounds good. So again, thank you for being here. And as I mentioned, you know, it is the series I'm doing on mental health and depression, and and I want to talk about that. And Olivia, I want you to get into that a little bit because you work face to face with with these with these um, youth on a daily basis. So I want you to kind of get into that. But before we do that, I really want to introduce our listeners to Convo's Youth Center and Conversations Cafe. And for me personally, I knew of Conversations Cafe before I knew of Convo's Youth Center because I was, I was at Conversations. I'd go there with friends and and my churches in Beamsville. But when I heard of what Combo's Youth Center was, I wanted a part of it. I needed to be in. I believed mm -hmm. in your vision, Deb. I, I believed in everything you were doing and I wanted to be a part of it. And so for, I believe it was three seasons, I volunteered there. And mm -hmm. let me tell you, as a firsthand witness, I can tell you how hard they work to put these programs together. It's unbelievable. I am so inspired, Deb, by your vision. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you, Kim. And so Conversations Cafe, like we'll get into, I'll let you guys mm -hmm. explain that, what that is. So we'll start with you, Deb. We'll start with that. Take okay. us back to the vision. Take, take us back to the beginning. When and where did all of this start for you? Okay, it actually started um, around 2010, 2011. Uh, our five kids had all just become teenagers. So we had uh, five teenagers at the same time, yep, in our house. And just seeing the, the difference between, uh, you know, with all their friends and, and acquaintances, the difference between those kids that have um, families and support and programs after school and churches and grandparents, and then just that vulnerable part of our youth that don't have any of that so they're not being mentored they're not loved they don't have the opportunities they have no place to go that's safe so we started trying to figure out a very creative way to um, open something up for them and it kind of morphed into instead of a little hole in the wall let's let's show them value and, and create something for them that's 
um, you know, modern and fun. And, and, uh, and then the cafe came into that um, initially as a means to support the program, but also as a place for the youth to be when the youth zone's not open. Um, so convos is actually an urban term for conversations. So as old people get conversations and the young people get convos, <laughs> you have a convo, you don't have a conversation. So, right. so when convos is open, we have uh, pool tables and ping pong tables, big screen TV, nice couches, food. Um, they're valued, they're safe, um, but they also know they can come to the cafe anytime, 6.30 in the morning till we're closed at 9.30 at night. Anytime they hang out and we feed them and throw muffins at them and it's a safe place for them. So um, they know if they're hungry, they can eat anytime. And it's just um, just giving them an opportunity to have a space for them to go. Um, and, and yeah, just kind of grew from there. So and with the support of the community and the churches, it's uh, it's 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 yeah, we're really thankful for the opportunity to serve them. So conversations came as a means to support convos. Yes, that was the main purpose of it because and to house convos. Yeah. 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 And, and let's face it, it takes, it takes finances to be able to support mm-hmm. a community of youth. Mm-hmm. It takes, it takes a lot of finances, a lot of planning and you mm-hmm. became a, um, a charitable organization. Yes. Yes. A few years after that. So maybe three or four years after that, it was kind of a big process, but yeah, we finally became a, an independent entity, which was really exciting. So what that means for our listeners who, who are not really familiar mm-hmm. with that is if they choose to support Convo's Youth Center, mm-hmm. get a tax receipt. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay, so so it just gives, um, yeah, it just gives integrity to the, to the chair, to the business, because uh, it's government regulated in terms of, um, and, you know, openness and open books, which we have always had. Um, but also, yeah, if you do donate, uh, anything gifts in kind time whatever yeah you get a tax receipt for your financial donations so that's been a huge help as well definitely mm-hmm. and conversations cafe mm-hmm. this is, i love this place like it's a staple to the community everybody knows conversations they don't even have to be in beamsville because i live in stony creek yeah. and i'm in beamsville all the time but um and for my listeners beamsville is a tiny little community in yeah. Ontario, <laughs> so, you know, niagara falls so yeah um but people know of conversations that's conversations exciting cafe. that's so exciting it is exciting and in the summertime it's packed with people going in for your delicious ice cream mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have live music sometimes you have you have so much going on there yeah much going on and the community knows about it. You had a gigantic patio for people to go and sit at. Just coffee galore, all kinds of yeah. yummy stuff. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. Yeah. You even have a, um, a room. Over the years, it's been used for so many things that I've seen. Mm. So mm-hmm. If people have an event that they mm-hmm. want to rent out this room. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the conference room. Yeah. And that's where the youth hang out as well when uh Mm-hmm. That's where I'm sitting right now. That's where you're sitting. Yeah. <laughs> and that was how long ago, Deb? The conference room? Sorry, the no, uh, sorry. Like when did this all start? Oh, the cafe. Yes. Uh 2012 we opened. October 2012. And a few so. years later, you got the uh, yeah. terrible receipt. That's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. Work. yeah. Your staff is amazing. Yeah, they've been great. They've been really supportive of the ministry and the, the vision and the youth. Yeah. Sometimes the place is crawling with kids and they've been great. Yeah. <laughs> so we just get them washing dishes and cooking yeah. <laughs> and doing stuff. So and yeah. what I love when I first, like I said, conversations was 
where I first started going and then I learned of convos mm -hmm. and every time I would go in I would see I would see young people young adults youth sitting at the window with their computers doing their gaming yeah yeah <laughs> so it's a place that people you know it, it's just a place where they can just go and be yeah that's the whole purpose just anyone anytime they, they didn't buy food yep just a place yeah. for them to yeah to come be safe uh, well thank you for all that and olivia i know you're the program director and when you and I had a conversation, we've had a few conversations, but I remember when we first sat down, mm -hmm. I was so humbled by you, by your humbleness. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Um, That's very kind. <laughs> it, it's true. Um, it's you true. just made it sound like what you did was no big deal because you were just being so humble about it. But I have to let you know, what you do is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I've tried to do something similar that you do on a very small scale from what you do. <laughs> and it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting because the needs of the community, the needs of the youth are so diverse mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. can't, you have to be able to be diverse. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. so yes. <laughs> maybe you can just talk to us a little bit about your program directing and, and the, mm -hmm. the drop-in center and how it all works. Yeah, totally. That's yeah, all that's very kind also. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I think the reason why I kind of always brush it off is because, you know, it's, it's not, it's not my ministry, I feel so blessed to be a part of it. But um, yeah, but yeah, and it, it is very diverse. Every day, the kids come in, and they all have different struggles, they all have different things they want to talk about, they have different interests. Um, they're teenagers. So already like it's being a teenager, you know, I, I went through it not that long ago, but it's, it's changed so much since then. So, um, yeah. So what a day in my kind of life looks like, uh, with y'all just talk specifically about the drop-in, but, um, yeah, kids come in and every day we have a snack of some sort, you know, just a, a way to kind of, uh, bring some new kids in the door, but also, you know, just uh, keep them engaged and keep them fed. We address any feeding needs that they, that they have. Um, and you can, yeah, Deb, Deb says this all the time, but you can tell, you can tell the kids that really need a snack and, um, or need well, more food. And I don't want to interrupt you, but I need to get this in yeah, there. No. This snack and this food that you guys are providing is mm. free of charge. Yes. Everything for these youth combos takes care of and conversations cafe this is no charge to the families parents or children absolutely and that's part of the beauty of being in a cafe right mm -hmm. it's kind of mm -hmm. the the snack options are endless it's beautiful uh but <laughs> yeah so uh we they come in and um there's usually a question of the day of some sort um micah deb's son often takes care of that which is awesome so there's <laughs> usually some painfully difficult riddles or <laughs> um things like that and and uh also some questions that kind of uh guide us into deeper conversations about life about um different struggles we have um often they lead to conversations about uh faith and and mm -hmm. their kind of um their views on on religion and their beliefs and all of that kind of stuff which is so cool uh and I've noticed in my time here that kids yeah. like our youth, they just want to talk. They just mm. want to talk so much and they want someone to listen to them. And uh, so it's, it's kind of a, it's a privilege for me as someone who loves to talk a lot and <laughs> loves to converse. And um, 
you know, like we could play. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Um, yeah, we could play all the games in the world, but it doesn't matter to them that that time where they get to kind of unload is, is so valuable. Um, but yeah. And then we, depending on, you know, what kind of events we've got going on that day, whether it's just a, a regular drop-in, we'll, yeah, we'll just sit and talk or we'll play a game, play some pool. Um, yeah. Some of them get pretty competitive, which is, (laughs) you know, keeps it fun, but, but yeah, that's kind of, I find it's a non-threatening environment because like you said, they just want to talk. They just want to be heard. They just want to be listened to. And so, you know, around the table at a board game or playing some cards or playing ping pong or a game of pool, you can have a conversation that that seems nonchalant, but you can really exactly things and not make it like your pinpoint on them. So they don't feel uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. We've had some, some kind of daunting conversations and I leave going, how did I, how did I have that conversation with that kid? How did that even come up? How did they share that with me? But it just kind of comes naturally, you know, and, and that trust had to be built first too. Right. So I'm, I'm very blessed that, um, there is some trust there. You know, I, I haven't been here all that long, but, uh, but the kids that come consistently, Mm -hmm. I feel that, um, I trust them and I, I believe that they trust me. And so, uh, it's yeah, it's not just coming in and, you know, some random person playing pool. And then all of a sudden you're like, so tell me about life. You know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's taken months of kind of uh, building their trust and, and really learning about them and, and remembering things about them uh, mm-hmm. so that they know that, you know, that thing that you said, you still remember and you still care and you ask them about that. And that's kind of, I don't know, it's special for me. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool to, yeah, get to get to know them on that level. And they also know that there's a level of confidentiality there as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Obviously, I mean, I guess sometimes you have to say it, but obviously there are things where the confidentiality has to be if some, somebody's going to harm themselves or if they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, being harmed, in, you have to use discretion, but they can come mm-hmm. to you with the trust that they've developed and they talk about some pretty, pretty serious things sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. it's not all just mm-hmm. open fluff about like how, oh yeah, my teacher's boring. I mean, they talk about <laughs> yeah. really mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. conversations, you know, they're exactly. searching, you know, mm-hmm. questions and they, they want answers. Sometimes they just want to be heard. But one thing I want to get, I want to tap into, if you guys can maybe help us with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a series on mental health and depression anxiety and different things that come with that we know right now especially oh my gosh deb you and i were talking a little bit about before about the third time for the shutdowns right yeah like, yeah get, okay you can get out now okay no you can't get out of jail yeah. Oh, really? yeah. so <laughs> but yeah. with, with the youth with teenage i mean we remember, I mean, I know it's been a long time for me, but I still <laughs> get out of so here. Our social life, especially for a teenager, that is their be all and their end all. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is their social life. And that's mm-hmm. where they learn how to get along with others, how to share, how to do all of these things in the community that we, we need to do as adults. That's where they learn. This mm-hmm. has been taken away from them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, like, some a lot most most let's be honest with with a lot of the children that come to convo youth center they need a safe haven and that's what Mm -hmm. convos offers them because unfortunately 
where it should be their home, it's not. That's right. And mm -hmm. so they come to, I, you know, I'm trying not to get emotional here. <laughs> with, with the lockdown, now their safe haven was taken away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, both of you can speak on this. I, I know, Olivia, you, you're in there most days with them. Speak to us a little bit about how this is, is it been a detriment to, the, to their, their mental health what you see, what, what they're saying, how you, what, what do you see with this? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, their, their social life already looks very different mm -hmm. than mine even did when I was in high school. You know, their social life is social media. That's what it is. It's kind of the facade of, um, yeah, I mean, we've heard the term a million times, but it's the highlight reel, right? It's, it's them putting their best foot forward and, uh, and there's so much fear of judgment and all of that already. So, um, so yeah, so combos I've noticed truly is a safe haven, you know, where they really are themselves and, uh, and they're not the person that they portray on social media. They're not the person that they are necessarily at school. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and a lot, some of them come without other friends just so that they can truly mm -hmm. be themselves, which is, is really cool. And so it is, it's really hard. It's hard to not have them here. And it's hard to know that that has been kind of, I don't know, stripped of them, that, uh, that ability to just truly be themselves and, and, uh, and yeah, and most of them not even seeing friends or, um, you know, having, having, yeah, a safe place to hang out where they're not, getting into trouble they know the standards that we kind of have for them here um you know a sense of respect all of that and so um yeah it's it's hard it's hard especially when I know that you know some of them are struggling with uh different mental illnesses different um yeah just stresses of life but then you add mm -hmm. social media to that and it's just so much deeper that that constant comparison that constant you know wanting to be someone else and being ashamed of who they are or whatever. And, uh, and yeah, so there's already, there's already like just this like kind of buzzing lack of peace in them uh, just in general, but then mm -hmm. um, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool to see the kind of difference that, that this place makes in that. I was, I was just talking to Deb earlier today about this, but you know, after we came out of the, the last lockdown, I just saw like, and felt a total shift in like, the atmosphere and just like a lightness just kind of come to all of them and to all of us. And I think, I think the warmer weather had a lot to do with it as well, but I think also just, yeah, just, just having the opportunity to gather again and to, um, you know, feel a sense of belonging somewhere and, um, and know that, you know, they, they might not have, uh, each other's homes to go to. They might not be able to hang out at Tim Hortons or whatever, but they do have this place and, and they are so valued here. And, um, I've seen that, that's okay. I'm sorry that you're choking, <laughs> but it's cool to see them. Uh, yeah, really transform, transform, uh, you know, mental health wise in this space. Um, but yeah, as I said, it, it's hard to know, uh, that I, I can't really address their needs in the same level mm -hmm. as I can when they're here. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I jump in for a second? Absolutely. Yes, please do. Yeah. No, I just had a thought that, um, uh, after the first lockdown, Olivia and I were talking, it took so many years to bring them out of isolation. These are the kids that, as we mentioned before, don't aren't involved in sports or families or church or they're isolated. They're isolated in their homes or with a bad guardian or bad situation. 
Um, and we took so long to get them out of that situation. And then of course, with the lockdowns, we're sending them back into that situation. Um, so just before the second lockdown, Olivia and I had the opportunity to, to plan ahead. So when we went into the lockdown at Christmas time, um, it was it was great. We had Olivia did visits, uh, house visits, went to the individual homes. Uh, we had packages for them, some baking and uh, games and stuff. And she kept in contact with them for those three months over social media as well. So mm -hmm. I think that was a really unique and special opportunity to keep in contact with them every day, even though they weren't here. So yeah, yeah. we're hoping in this third lockdown as well to do similar, you know, keep in contact, but it just felt better the second time being able to communicate with them and, yes. and be part of that isolation, you know, help them through that. So, um, Olivia just, yeah, team. like just that, that constant. Yeah. 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 Just the knowledge that like someone's, someone's there and, and cares and, you know, and they can contact it's, it's, us or contact yeah, you if yeah. they needed something. Yeah. 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 So that was, that was a neat opportunity. I'm not sure how that all fit in there, but <laughs> no, no that, yeah, that truly fits in there. That just goes to show all the above and beyond that you guys go to, to ensure, you know, with that being said, that Olivia, you had said to me that Deb wanted this to be a place of not just something fun, but very safe, but you mm -hmm. had mentioned before, and this goes to what you just said, Deb, that you wanted a place that the children felt valued because they yes. are valued. Mm -hmm. And when you go beyond, okay, this lockdown isn't your fault. And we know situations are happening because you've already put your trust in us. So we are aware of things that are not so great. So for you to even reach out like, hey, you're in lockdown. How's your school going? Do you need any help with your homework on? Like, exactly. Homework? Yeah. Like, just yeah. to reach out and say that, hey, we're still here. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. And it was, Once. oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Out of, oh, just, out of sight, oh, out of mind sometimes, right? Mm. For, for a lot of people, but yes. not you guys, not you guys. So, and it, yeah, it was cool too. Um, yeah, sorry, keep interrupting you. Um, it was cool to like uh, connect with the parents as well, you know, mm -hmm. some, something that we're not often able to do, but um, you know, their, their kids are here every day. And sometimes I'm like, do your parents know that you're here? Like, do, you, do they know that this is where you're coming after school? And, and to be able to contact them and say, hey, you know, it was just such COVID, you know, has, has been, you know, really, really difficult yeah, on a lot difficult of businesses. People. And, but it's all also provided a lot of opportunities that mm -hmm. wouldn't have presented themselves otherwise. So to be able to say, Hey, you know, I'd love to stop by and, and meet you sometime and drop something off for your kid. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's something that, you know, in any other circumstance, people would be like, yeah, like, thanks. We're good. Like, you don't have to come to my home. They already hang out with you. But, um, but for them to be like, you know what, I'm homeschooling and I'm going crazy and I need someone to talk to them for an hour, you know? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's cool. The opportunities that it kind of provides yeah. in a unique way too. And that one-on-one -on -one time, right? So when I get to go and, and meet with a kid, um, you know, one of our youth that, uh, might not share something in the group or in front of their friends or whatever, but, but they need that, uh, I'm reluctant to use the word mentorship, but like that kind of, that, uh, relationship where they can yeah that safe relationship where they can talk and and you know no judgment and all of that that's that's something that I uh I don't know you kind of strive for that here but but there's only so much you can do and I can only talk to so many people at once right so it's uh, uh it's yeah Good. it's a really cool opportunity it's kind of like you know I mean this 
oh, this COVID. I mean, which we won't. Girl, I'll I'll reel that in. But (laughs) this has been a blessing, a part of a blessing that COVID. You know, we've had a few blessings through COVID, and Mm -hmm. one of them is this has afforded you the opportunity to go to where they live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which you would like you said. The opportunity there would never really arise. <clears throat> and this is a blessing. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, we begin given the blessing of time to be able to spend more time with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this blessing for Combo's Youth Center because they need to know that they're not forgotten. Oh, yeah, I'm just another, you know, it's because I'm there. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. I come to you, sort of thing, because they're coming to the Combo's Youth Center. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to them, and it's just an added layer of the care. Exactly. Yeah. That you guys offer. And mm-hmm. just to go, no wonder you're, you're, you know, 50 faces of, of Lincoln Ward One Awards recipient. Come on, yes. <laughs> and, and you guys are too humble. And, and I guess rightfully so, because we're not supposed to pat ourselves on the back, right? We're supposed to let other people do it. <clears throat> so yeah, let us do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is just another thing that the community needs to know that you do. Mm. you're not going to share it because you're too <laughs> yeah let, let people like olivia and 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 a podcast like this and me and others you know the community needs to know what services are out there mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. offers them mm-hmm. and and you know speaking of services that are offer i know you guys have soon here so i'm, I'm, oh, trying, we're good. To be, yeah, we're I'm good. trying to be polite with you guys no, we're good no it's okay no but, don't don't worry some of the services we've already talked and you got the drop-in center so they can mm-hmm. come in after school a free time. And you know what? Sometimes parents work and they can't be home. Mm-hmm. It keeps them off the streets too. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You got games, but you also have specific programs that you mm-hmm. do sometimes. Um, you did, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I forget the name. Um, Alpha? You did some like um, team, oh my gosh. Anyway, it'll come to me, but you can mention it. But you've got like the Alpha Group coming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got Youth Leadership Program coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Name some of the other programs that you guys have you guys have had or are coming to the future if you know of any yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so yes. I can speak to kind of the future and, and what I've had here. And maybe Deb can speak to some of the stuff that's <laughs> been in the past as well. But, um, but yeah, so we've been doing just before we got shut down again, we had been doing alpha for three weeks, um, which is, yeah, we started it already, which was, (laughs) it's been really, really cool. And like I've mentioned, our group of youth love to talk. So it's a great opportunity to get them talking about things and, and they have really interesting things to say. And they're not, they're not scared of having conversations about like deep life things or about faith or whatever, you know? And, um, if you kind of give them that little nudge, that little opportunity to speak, they have so many questions and thoughts. So mm-hmm. that's been such a huge blessing. And, um, and yeah, we're, we're hoping to continue that as well. Uh, and we're trying to figure out what capacity in which that will be uh, with lockdown and everything, but um, that's been huge. Uh, we've also had, uh, we've had a couple girls nights and mm-hmm. we've had one guy's night so far and I will never hear the end of it, but we're, we're working on, <laughs> on getting more of those going. Yeah. But, <laughs> I know, uh, but which is, is so great. It's, it's really interesting how uh, the girls, I, I can speak to the girls because that's the one I'm a part of, but um, they really open up when the guys aren't around. There's like a, there's a different sort of freedom, you know, girls 
I mean, girls can be scared of girls, but in general, it's a very welcoming group. It's, it's supportive and, and just to, yeah, to do like decorate cupcakes and talk about, you know, things that we can't discuss with the guys or, you know, boy drama, whatever it's, it's, it's no, but it's so, it's so true. And and they want to talk about that stuff and, uh, and they don't want that kind of judgment. So that's been really cool. Uh, we had some, we had some Christmas events, mm-hmm. you know, just before then. And, um, yeah, just, just little different things, different events, different resources that we can kind of, uh, bring to them. And obviously it's been a bit trickier this year. Uh, mm-hmm. it's been a more, it's been a bit more difficult, uh, to get volunteers just because of COVID and also just, uh, getting different, different workshops and stuff going. Um, but yeah, and we're so excited because you're going to be coming in soon to help guide us through a Toastmasters workshop. Mm-hmm. So that's so exciting just to work on, you know, I mean, you can speak to it too, but their leadership skills and just coming mm-hmm. into themselves and speaking with, uh, you know, now I can't speak with whatever the word is <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, just that kind of powerful presence in a space and, and coming into their power a little bit, you know, a lot of them are, are kind of afraid of that or, or some are really not, but to use their power for good also for and sure. to use it respectfully. Yeah. So just offer yeah. a little bit of everything for everybody and every age mm-hmm. group, right? <laughs> Well, that's the, yeah. Pardon me? Did you guys have cooking classes before or you were thinking, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so some of the programs we had before, we've had to adjust. Uh, I mean, every year we adjust depending on the the group of kids that we have, but COVID's really changed a lot. We are planning on getting back into a lot of those programs again, but uh, we have a cooking class. um, One of our chefs is Carl, so cooking with Carl. So we realized early on that a lot of these kids, uh, you know, making smoothies, they've never made a smoothie or never made pancakes. Or um, So we started inviting them in to teach them some skills and, you know, food health safety and that's, you know, make your own snack today. And uh, so we've been doing that. We have a feeding program. Um, we've done some, some stress teens, some courses and the leadership is good because these kids are going to be leaders for good or bad. Um, sorry, you're going to say something. Oh, that's what it was. Stress teens. Stress teens. Yes. We had, yes. We had someone just uh, walking through some of the stresses. And what's interesting is we were only high school. And then we realized that the high school um, it's such a short time once they turn 16 and can drive, you know, they're gone to St. Catharines or movies or bars, whatever. But <laughs> so we introduced the grades. We noticed a few summers ago that a lot of kids from grade five to eight wandering around. And uh, so when they started coming, um, you know, much more vocal, open to discussion and, you know, anticipating grade nine and all those issues. And by the time they got to grade nine, they knew us and trusted us and had a place to go right away when those major questions come up with relationships and drugs and alcohol, and we've already established the relationship. So that's been really exciting. And even this year, Libby has been working with a lot of kids going into grade nine next year mm-hmm. who are already showing leadership, but you know, where's that leadership going to go and you know, how to make good decisions and um, come talk to us if you, you know, have questions. So it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. And even though COVID's interrupted, it's, it's still, we're still plowing through. We're still going to yes. do what we can. Yes. So yeah. Oh, music too. Music. One youth. That was the other thing. Yeah. Kids coming together once a month to, you know, play music and uh, do some worship songs and play guitar and piano, whatever. So that's been, we'd like to get more music going and theater and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So 
I think yeah, that'll be exciting. <laughs> yeah, the last time I was there, that's what they were doing. It was music, and I was yes. like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. that's a Oh, anybody starts playing, and they're all there. Yes, oh, yes. Wow. Opportunities most of them have never had to have music lessons or, yeah, they just love the music, for sure. I had a brilliant idea. You don't have to answer right now because I don't want to put you on the spot, but... <laughs> I would love to do an episode. I can come when when we're able to with my my equipment and we could do um, an episode cooking with Carl if they wanted to do an episode. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, cool. cool. Love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. we, we could even get one of them. I mean, Olivia, you would know who would be, you know, that leader type of person. We can even get yeah. one of them posted. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be they, cool. The kids would love that. An opportunity they would love to that. be on the... Uh, yeah, they would love They've been that. waiting for their own Food Network show, so it's perfect. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. The wheels yeah. are turning now. Yes. Like once a week, once a month or something, you can have a different host. I can bring my stuff. Oh, they would love oh, that. They Olivia would, would love, that. love that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. Right. Olivia, That's a good show. Episode. Yeah. We'll talk it's about that dream. for sure. All right. Yeah, That's that sounds amazing. amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys have a lot going on. You've been doing a lot over the years and mm. not just for the youth. Like I said, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know what I have in my throat today. But whatever. So, you know, you do things for the community too, Deb, you do fundraisers, um, mm-hmm. a lot of things, and a lot of it goes to the youth center, mm-hmm. but a lot of things for the community and people can come out and enjoy a nice cooked meal you know, it's a benefit dinner. They can just grab a date, grab their mm-hmm. husband, grab their wife and come out. Yeah. You know, you do golf tournaments. So you mm-hmm. do a lot. I mean, yeah. a lot. <laughs> We're never bored. Never bored. <laughs> but you can't do it alone. And you do need volunteers. No. Mm-hmm. And you have great volunteers. Mm-hmm. We do. When there's big events, you always need more. So, mm-hmm. you know, listeners out there who really love Deb's vision, and what she, what she stands for and what she's offering, you know, reach out to her conversations at the end of the podcast. We'll have all of her information, her website, her phone number, Great. how you can get a hold of them, how you can get a hold of the youth, the youth uh, center with, with Olivia. Mm-hmm. I'll be all at the end of the video so you guys can get a hold of them. But <clears throat> to my listeners right now, I do want to say, check them out, learn what, what it is they're about and what they're offering. And seriously this is on a serious note this is extremely important to the youth it's extremely important mm-hmm. for their their mental health and mm-hmm. their their sense of belonging and security and safety and just to let that guard down even for a moment and that's what combos youth center offers and you know if you know of any children who youth and and high school students who could benefit it benefit from them please direct them there guide them there mm-hmm. and you know if you can't get a hold of deb or olivia which you will be able to get a hold of me and i can i can direct thanks you. Kim. Uh, yeah um, thank you kim this, is, this has been awesome i have wanted to speak to you guys yeah. for a long while about this and everything going on in this crazy world that we live in mm-hmm. finally able to. so i'm so thankful that you agreed to do this oh thank you thank you thank you, you know, olivia i'm i'm really pleased and and thankful and and blessed to know and meet you recently for what you do i really want to put that out there again you guys are very humble women which makes you (laughs) that strong woman category Uh, you are humble (laughs) thank you your your 
stamina, I guess. I don't know. Your, your, your heart, your heart. It's absolutely beautiful. So thank you for that, Olivia. Thank mm-hmm. you. No, your, your heart is been amazing. just as beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. But Deb, you know, this <laughs> couldn't happen without your vision and, you know, your five children, a blessing to you mm-hmm. have opened up that window because you knew that they had opportunities that many youth don't have. And that's, exactly. that's so admirable. Like your children had opportunities that so many didn't have. And all of a sudden this dream happened and it came to fruition. And so many years later, and you know, their struggles, any, any organization that relies heavily on community donations mm-hmm. struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you add COVID to the mix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know how you can do it. <laughs> it's been a ride, yeah. It's been a ride. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for what you do. And listeners, this is what I'm going to ask of you. This is not something I do, but I'm going to do it. If you so choose, if you wish, if, if the prompting in your heart, reach out to Deb and Conversations Cafe Convos You So. And I'm asking you, to contribute, to donate, to do what you can to keep the community alive, to keep these youth with a safe place to go. This is for our future. Just like she said, they're going to be leaders, good or bad, are going to be leading something or somebody. And so we have an organization that is nothing but positivity and nothing but love. And before I end this, just brought to mind, excuse me, Olivia, we sat down at one time and three words you said to me seemed so simple. <clears throat> this is what you said. They need someone to trust, to listen to them and to encourage them. And the three words you says you said is, it's so simple. <laughs> and, you wrote it down <clears throat> and you sent yeah. it. And I started thinking about that and contemplating on that. And it's so simple. I mean, mm. it should be, shouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not sometimes. Mm-hmm. It should be simple. Our mandate is to love. Mm-hmm. And so that should be simple. So why is it so complicated? Why do we make things so complicated? But that's what kind of yeah. so yeah. simple to love. And so my listeners, it's so simple. However that love can be conveyed, do it. And if you if you can't help Convo's Youth Center, find a place that you can mm-hmm. love just love on them yeah. whether it be volunteer work contributions financially with your times with your talents with your tithing whatever it is not tithing but that uh, goes to your church but yeah. whatever it is you can do reach out and we just pray that um convos will be a part of that so thank you thank you ladies so much for this thank you kim thank you so much mm-hmm. and my listeners i thank you so much every episode you tune in and i'm so grateful Tune in next week. We got another awesome guest. And don't forget, write it down, send it out, (laughs) follow. I don't know whatever those social social media things are. Send a pigeon. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Everybody, they should be listening. This is your city. And stay safe and stay blessed. Ciao.